Welcome to The Savage Truth with Cicely Davis. I am your host, Cicely Davis. We are on video. Thank you for tuning in to episode 26. For those of you who are continued supporters, thank you for riding along. For those of you who do not, I'm Cicely. And before we get started into the episode, I like to always remind you, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. I'm Cicely Davis, former congressional candidate of Minnesota's 5th Congressional District, opposing Ilhan Omar. I am a wife, mother, Christian, and a proud American citizen with many concerns about our societal decline. I wasn't always conservative. I was born into a single parent household and the black monolith was a prevalent political lean in my childhood. The black monolith, you know, we all vote Democrat. We don't question, we don't think, we don't challenge, we don't research or read. We put our heads down and we do as we're told, accepting the tragic demise as a result, even to our own detriment. There's so much more to my story and I do encourage you all to go back to my first episode to learn more and I'll have my pleasure of sharing that with you as we go along. But I have a question for you. America, are you angry? When you look at the current state of this country, are you frustrated? Do you trust the current presidential administration? Do you feel safe? Do you feel more financially secure? When you listen to White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre, she claims everything is under control and running according to plan, that Biden has created a robust economy with more construction, technology, and more clean jobs than ever before through his infrastructure bill and his American Rescue Plan, and brags about a declining inflation rate thanks to his Inflation Reduction Act. And let's not forget her comments about a possible Biden impeachment and the ill-founded attacks on poor Hunter Biden as she continues to blame House Republicans for creating distractions and unfounded impeachment claims. And so the big question is, if all these things are true, why is Joe Biden polling at a dismal 40 percent approval rating? Almost 60 percent of Americans disapprove of the job he's doing. The savage truth is Democrats have a disconnect with the realities of the American public. What? How can this be? Joe Biden stole the hearts and votes <clears throat> of Americans with the highest vote count in presidential history, beating even Obama's vote count by 11,785,484 votes. Remarkable. And yet, how far he has fallen and fallen, and fallen. Folks, this is not a joke. <laughs> okay, maybe it was. And every Democrat from Corinne Jean-Pierre to Gavin Newsom happily reports old Grandpa Joe is sharp as a tack. But a Washington Post ABC News poll found just one third of Americans believe Biden is in good enough physical health for the job, and six in 10 said he does not have the mental sharpness. But the Democrats have never let the facts get in the way. They dance around the facts like a scene out of Saturday Night Fever. It's like when John Travolta's character Tony says, I'll dance with you, but it's not like you're my dream girl or nothing. They may dance for the American people, but they don't like it. The savage truth is, a liar hates facts. Facts complicate things, but liars just keep talking. They don't acknowledge the facts. 
They speak around and over and under the facts, and they reinforce it through mainstream media. And why is Elon Musk the most hated man in media? Because he took the Twitter tool away from the Democrats. Now they're stuck with that damn dinosaur Facebook. How are we going to manipulate the youth of this country with Facebook? They don't even use Facebook anymore. Thank God Democrats still have their friend China, who still owns TikTok, because we know these kids sure aren't watching CNN. Here's a random savage truth. Getting facts from CNN is like getting climate change advice from China. But more on that later. Now back to the facts. When the facts become overwhelming, there is always that ace in the hole. Moral outrage. The illusion of moral outrage has saved so many Democrats from facing the facts that there's talk of it becoming an Oscar category. Except nobody trusts the Oscars either. And with all this talk of moral outrage and liars, let's reflect on the Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom debate from the other night. Gavin was a crazy dancing fool last Thursday night with 4.75 million viewers tuning in live to watch Gavin dance around the facts as he debated Ron DeSantis. He dipped, he slides, he shuffles, and he sidesteps. He floated like a butterfly and stung like, well, like something that doesn't sting. Anyway, back to the dancing. With the nose growing faster than Pinocchio's, I'm surprised he didn't trip over it. In the pre-woke Disney's classic cartoon Pinocchio, Pinocchio sang and danced to the song, I Have No Strings On Me, which is more than I can say about Gavin Newsom, who is so entangled in a web of democratic strings, it's the only thing that's holding him up. I won't delve into the facts presented, but I will encourage anyone interested to rewatch the debate. However, it's interesting to note that whenever Newsom couldn't handle the facts, he quickly pulled moral outrage out of his back pocket. Newscom expressed his outrage at how DeSantis treated the LGBTQ community, minorities, and women's rights. To quote Newscom, where's your decency and humanity and grace when it comes to these things? Attacking minorities, attacking gay and lesbian communities, that's all part of the Ron DeSantis brand, he said, and never gets old. Whenever Democrats can't stand the heat, they dramatically exit the kitchen while using moral outrage. What many people wondered was what was the point? What did DeSantis have to win? Was Gavin being groomed as a replacement to replace Biden? In the end, I think it was an opportunity for DeSantis to gain attention. And with 4.75 million viewers, I would think mission accomplished. For Newscom, I think it was much more the same, a chance to gain a wider national profile. What it did show was the glaring differences between today's Democrats and Republicans. And in that aspect, the debate was a success. If Democrats are gonna try to establish Newscom as a future presidential nominee, they have a lot of work to do because passing this country from a Biden presidency to a Newscom presidency would be like asking the iceberg to steer the Titanic. I can see Gavin now slipping and sliding and smiling and dancing around the deck of the Titanic, telling everyone not to worry as he sneaks onto his private lifeboat, lifting a toast to prosperity as the Titanic drops to the bottom of the Atlantic. But don't fear for Gavin, he has a Chinese cruise ship waiting to pick him up. Unfortunately for us, 
In this case, America will be the Titanic. And just when I thought I was done with Gavin Newscom, and just for the record, the name is pronounced Newscom. Let's have some respect. Now let's talk about this friendship with the Chinese, shall we? In October, Newscom made a trip to China to promote climate change, culminating in a meeting with Chinese President Xi. Seriously? Meeting about concerns of climate change with China? He should have thrown in a deep conversation about human rights while he was there too. Immediately afterward, it was reported by an anonymous source, they left for a tour of China's newest coal plants before returning for a late night screening of Disney's live action Little Mermaid. I imagine the Chinese had a laugh on that one. Get the checkbook out, we've got an American looking for a payoff. No, not Hunter, the other goof, the tall one with the long nose like Pinocchio. He just danced out the door like Footloose. And then in November, Xi came to California. In the same month, authorities discovered an illegal Chinese biolab in Fresno, which manufactured COVID-19, pregnancy, and HIV testing kits without proper authorization. They also lied to investigators about their identities, ownership, control of the company, and activities. But I'm sure there's nothing to see there kind of like the illegal Chinese police stations operating throughout the U.S. Ah, now there's a dancing partner nobody wants to acknowledge. I had a conversation with someone who's a Democrat the other day. Family, what can I say? And I stated China was evil, and they corrected me and said, necessary evil. Yet, still evil as in they desire to control the U.S. and may already do so. I'm not sure I would add necessary to that. Or at least maybe we could add an expiration date to necessary. An evil or necessary evil aside, Gavin was so excited to have a visit from Chinese President Xi that he cleaned up the streets in San Francisco. Well, actually not all the streets, just a couple. And what did Dancing Gavin have to say about it? He said, I know folks are saying, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming to town. And he continued, that's true because it's true, but it's also true for months and months prior to APEC. We've been having conversations. This sounds as truthful as when Obama was asking for a glass of water in Flint, Michigan. So let me ask you again, are you angry, America? Because the savage truth is, we're being taken for granted. We deserve better than this, and the only way out is to vote our way out. We have governmental leaders who are selling us out. We have governmental leaders who hate America in office. The greatest threat to America is China. From the White House's own website, it states, the threat from securities investments that finance certain companies of the PRC and certain uses and development of Chinese surveillance technology continue to pose an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security, foreign policy, and economy of the United States. This is from November 3rd. Here's a savage truth for all of you. China is evil. And speaking of evil, let's not forget the Democratic squad the anti-Semitic, hate-spewing degenerates who dance around Congress in a creepy crawl. It used to be four, but now it's up to eight squad members. 
The first of the hate-filled group were brain-dead AOC of New York, the vile Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, angry Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts, and disgusting Rashida Tlaib of Michigan. They have since been joined by Joker Jamal Bowman of New York, crackpot Cory Bush of Missouri, ghastly Craig Caesar of Texas, and smelly Summer Lee of Pennsylvania. The squad pro-Hamas position even shocked many of their own fellow Democrats. That should give you an idea of how vile they truly are. They are the most progressive and left-wing members of Congress, and they need to be held accountable. The savage truth is they hate Israel and they hate America. They need to be voted out of Congress. They were hired to do a job for the American people. They are hired to represent all American people, even those that didn't vote for them. They are only representing themselves and possibly foreign entities who hate America. How are they not fired? So imagine you are hired by a company and accept a position, but you hate the company, dislike its employees, hate its product, show disdain for its customers, publicly criticize a company and praise its competitors, and you have no accountability. Remember when someone decided to reinvent the formula of Coke? They called it New Coke. They threw away years of tradition in favor for a new idea, a rebranding of Coke a more sweet and palatable flavor that would appeal to the masses, bringing Coke and Pepsi lovers together in a utopia of soft drink delight. This is what the world needed, they thought, and their magic ticket to dominate the market. They tested it in markets and Pepsi lovers thought it was great and said they would buy it. And so out with the old and in with the new, and guess what? The public became infuriated. It cost a ton of money, and Coca-Cola Classic was brought back after only 77 days. What the Coke Board of Directors forgot was that Coke had a long-standing legacy with the public. Coke wasn't just a soft drink. It was a part of American culture, and it took losing it for people to realize the importance of it. When Coca-Cola Classic returned, it revitalized the brand and cemented its legacy as an American classic. Now for a minute, I want you to imagine the Constitution is like classic Coke and leftist members of Congress introduce a new formula called newer Coke. Only this time, they want to put broken pieces of razor blades in it. Drink up, America. It's ridiculous that we have elected members in Congress and many other areas of our government who uncover their disdain for America without shame. It saddens me. I fought hard to remove Ilhan from office and I take this personally. Let me say, I love America. I love its history, its land and its spirit. And I'm not giving up because this country is worth fighting for. So there it is. I've come to the end of my 26th show. The Democrat Party is dancing in the dark to its own music, oblivious to the needs of the American people. And it's time we kick in the door and pull a plug to their music. And that's the savage truth. Please like, subscribe, share, and leave a positive review on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And remember, be bold, be strong, be faithful, be true. I'm Cicely Davis. The Savage Truth with Cicely Davis is a production of Front Page Magazine and the David Horowitz Freedom Center. 
Reproduction of this podcast without express written consent is prohibited.